AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 2024 Santa Fe, available early 2024. Welcome to Fantasy Football Weekly, a production of iHeartRadio. Time now for Fantasy Football Weekly from iHeartRadio, your weekly source for the nation's best fantasy football advice, speculation, and whatever stupid stuff they decide to drop into the show. Now, here's your host, Paul Charchian. Welcome to Fantasy Football Weekly. I am Paul Charchian. My co-host this week is Matt Harrison. Hello, Matt. Hey, Charch. Do you know who does, like, the... Like by name, who does the cool voice intros for our uh, um, for our I, show? I think this one was a guy named Miguel. Oh, okay. I think really. Yeah. Do you think he does a good job? Uh, yeah, he does. A, he like does a great job. I just wonder if that's his real voice. Uh, no. Hi. No. Hey. That's honey, FM voice. Honey, can you make me some pancakes? <laughs> <laughs> At which point you go, yes, I can make you pancakes. That's uh, we can all get into the. <laughs> smooth FM voice. Oh, I think, sure. You know, um, <clears throat> I I can't do it as well right now, but just because I just did three hours of radio, but I can, I, if oh, I need to do guy. FM voice, I can do <laughs> FM voice if I need to, but I'm not going to do it right now. All right, let's, we got a bunch of stuff to get to now because our last several shows, last four shows were all about breaking down all the teams in the NFL from a fantasy standpoint. And then we had our COVID show. Mm-hmm. This is our first time to catch up on news from around the league. So I want to really orient today's discussion around some of the, the bigger topics of the past uh, month or so. Sure. And um, just hit on a few of these things. And then, um, and I also at the end, this isn't necessarily new news, but I've been fascinated by the, by the idea of a starting backfield 
of Clyde Edwards Hilaire and Damian Williams. And you just you start those two chief running backs every week, but they're bye week. You're you're fascinated by this I am, idea. I am. So we'll uh, we'll we'll look into the viability of that strategy mm-hmm. a little later in the show. Let's start here with more recent news. Derrick Henry signs a four-year extension. And by the way, brilliant on his part. When you look at all of the players that are coming into free agency next mm-hmm. year, Alvin Kamara and Dalvin Cook, and it's well, just, of course, they all want deals done too. They do. <laughs> but Henry was smart enough to get. He, this is a good deal. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad deal. Yeah, he took twenty-five million in guaranteed money, fifty mm-hmm. million dollar upside if he plays through the whole contract, and he doesn't have to f- sweat being one of a dozen meaningful running back free agents. And I'm not kidding. There's a dozen guys coming. Yeah. And the nice part is it's also a team friendly contract, really, um, because there is a potential out in 2022 with a dead cap of only six million mm-hmm. for those final two seasons of the deal. Yeah. So it it's if if his knee explodes in the next year or two, the Titans <laughs> can get out of it scot free. And if, yeah. if Derrick Henry performs, he's going to get paid some decent money yeah. where he'll get 15 million each for those last two years. So uh, I think it's a good deal for everyone around right there. You know, there's some people that feel like, well, they could have paid Jack Conklin, their star tackle or Derrick Henry. I don't, that's, you know, in this world, tackles are a lot more valuable than running backs. Derrick Henry's pretty special. Yeah. But man, I don't know that that's the choice I would have made for the Titans, but it's, Let's talk about Derrick Henry's fantasy value. Let's start with redraft. How do you feel? It, does this does this signing in any way change this year's? No, because I think everybody in, in redraft leagues, they knew Derrick Henry wasn't making any noise. There was no holdout no. speculation on him. Everybody knew that he was going to run into this year as, as the lead back there. So I don't think it changes anything at all from a redraft perspective. All right. Now, you spend a lot of your time on Dynasty and Empire League related matters. Sure. You've got the best cheat sheet in existence for... Dynasty and Empire players with trade values and all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. So let's look long, more long term. Let's talk about this Henry deal for those people that own Henry or maybe are interested in investing in Henry. How do you feel like this changes his his value for Dynasty and Empire League owners for Derrick Henry? I mean, I'm going to bump him up a little bit. Um, I currently have him as tied for running back eight with a few guys who are on a little bit longer contracts and are a little bit younger, Josh Jacobs and Miles Sanders. So he's right mm-hmm. in that neighborhood. But I'll probably bump him up above them, and he's going to be in the right between Joe Mixon and Alvin Kamara. Yeah. You know, the fact that he just doesn't catch passes, mm-hmm. to me, just caps his upside. He yeah. can never be the top running back or the top two or top three, because those guys just... He's the modern-day Adrian Peterson. Yeah, he is. I mean, he really is. And he, and he, he runs with violence. He runs with... Uh, Vim and vigor. Yes. They always go together, don't they? Nobody runs with Vim without also running with vigor. I think you can run with vigor without Vim, though. I think you can. Yeah. Yeah. Vim, <laughs> Vigor's got it way better. You're not attached to Vim. Um, I saw this stat that blew me away. Okay. Uh, regarding Derrick Henry. Once Ryan Tannehill took over last year, mm-hmm. the... Titans averaged seven and a half yards per play <laughs> most in the history wow. most in the last 20 years of the NFL going back to 2000. That's unbelievable. And they started handing off to Derrick Henry. Henry and Henry is obviously a huge part of that, right? You know, when your running back is getting you chunk yardage of five and eight and 20 yards a carry, it certainly helps. So brief aside on that, who is the offensive coordinator that, uh, 
essentially ruined his value for the first two, three years of his career. Not Mike Malarkey. That was uh, he's currently a head coach. Right. In the Packers. Matt LaFleur. Yeah. Matt LaFleur. Yeah. Uh, I think that Aaron Jones is kind of in the market for a same regression this year. I am with A.J. Dillon there. But other people would say, look what Aaron Jones did last year under Matt LaFleur. But uh, Matt, Aaron Jones is one of my my biggest fades this fantasy season. I really worry about what A.J. Dillon is going to do to him, especially near the stripes. So much of the fantasy value that Aaron Jones had was because they used him a lot near the stripe. Mm-hmm. If those go away, his and he's just now he's in, and now he's in a three person timeshare. Yeah. And Jamal I'm Williams nervous. wasn't the guy they were handing off in the five two. So no. it, it was all Aaron Jones it last was. year. So A.J. Dillon is 250 pounds. He's as big as Derrick Henry. Yes, he he's Derrick Henry. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, it's bonkers uh, what he's going to be like. So uh, I think for me, Derrick Henry also, I, I love him in this offense. I like the way they want to use him here. Um, and it's pr- it's a proven commodity. If Derrick Henry had hit free agency next year, he could have ended up anywhere. Mm-hmm. And maybe, you know, maybe into a timeshare role. Who knows? Here, he remains one of the few locked in workhorse backs for the remainder of his contract in all probability. It's pretty nice consistency, that's for sure. It definitely is. All right, so we're high on on Derrick Henry. Uh, I want to touch on this as well before we jump into uh, some other matters. Dak Prescott is has let the, uh, the deadline to sign a, I guess he could always sign a new deal, mm-hmm. but um, he's let the deadline pass. He's going to pay the play this year uh, as a, as a, under the franchise tag. And will probably enter next year, people assume, enter next year as a free agent. And the team could re-franchise him again at mm-hmm. that point. So he's heading down the Kirk Cousins path. Do you th- Is there any real scenario here where Dak ends up missing, doesn't play? Is there a scenario here where he just, this season, he just goes, ah, I'm out. Well, I'm going to hold out he until I get my, you know, he turned down a $100 million deal. He turned down a $175 million deal I saw that was worth 110 in guaranteed money right, on, a, on a five-year yeah. deal. Now, he is on the franchise tag. And I don't know how this works, but according to SpotTrack, yeah. um, who I they get know most, of, most of my contract information from, his cap hit of $31.4 million this year under the franchise tag yeah. makes him the highest paid player in the NFL this year. What? According to them. Hmm. So if he's if he's not going to play this year as the highest paid player in the NFL, what is he doing? Yeah, I it when push comes to shove, the players want their game checks. And at that level of game checks, when you're making two million dollars a game, sure. Yeah, you're gonna show up for those games. I think you will. I think you will too. Now I also saw this that was interesting about Dak. If they have to refranchise him next year. The thirty-one and a half million only goes only goes to thirty-eight million. The year Poor after guy. that, it explodes yeah. to like fifty million or something. Um, so it could be that they he gets the franchise tag twice, just like Kirk did. It could be, could be. We'll see. It's uh, Dak remains my quarterback number three. Is he your quarterback three or four? I Is think I have him at three or four. One of the yeah. two. I, I, I'm probably more on the three bandwagon. I'm pretty on the on the Dak thing this the year. C- I love CD Lamb, and the, once they picked CD, once CD Lamb was on that team, I'm like that's it. He's three. Yeah, Dak and CD are on my uh, Scott Fishbowl roster. I'm pretty pleased about that. I bet you are. Yep. I, I'm jealous of that. As a matter of fact, let's take a quick break, Matt. When we come back, I want to talk about Cam Newton. I'm contending. No fantasy quarterback has a bigger variance in possible outcomes than Cam Newton. 
We'll touch on him when we return to Fantasy Football Weekly. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com news and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com news. Identity theft protection starts here. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Welcome back to Fantasy Football Weekly. Paul Charchi and Matt Harrison with you. Cam Newton replaces Tom Brady, obviously, in New England. I believe, as I said going into the break, no play, no quarterback has more variance and possible outcome than Cam Newton. He could mm-hmm. lose the job outright. We're not, we don't know for sure. <laughs> he could get that cut he's a, before the season starts. It, it, it costs the team nothing That's to right. cut him. They literally, I don't think they would. He's an ideal backup and he's cheap. But he may not even be the starter. Mm-hmm. There's a slim but non-zero chance that he gets beaten out by uh, Jared, Jared Stidham. <laughs> Man, it's, it, I don't know where he is as a passer. But what we do know is he's only four seasons removed from being the best fantasy player in the league. 
Yep. Um, when he's a running quarterback, he's awfully good. So what what are your thoughts on Cam Newton? Are you with me on the upside and downside that he can that he can bring? And what's your strategy, if any, on selecting him? So I'm I'm with you on on the on the variance and uh, but Bill Belichick obviously saw something that he likes it, and I I got a few stats to dig into that oh, uh, might uh, might help us make this decision. As you mentioned, 2015 was his uh, huge year. Um, he's never hit 4,000 passing yards in a season, though. Yeah. It's kind of surprising for a quarterback yep. of his MVP. Uh, stature. Yep, he was an MVP one year. Never once. And and a lot of guys hit 4,000 yards every year. Jay Cutler it, was a 4,000-yard yeah, it, passer. It's, it's pretty easy mark to hit. Uh, he's had only one season of more than 24 touchdown passes. Isn't that crazy? Um, that was 2015, again, when he threw 35. And last year, by the way, 14 quarterbacks through 24 pass, touchdown passes or more. Yeah. 24. So it's not that high. It's not that it, high of a mark. It's, it's easy. Now I'm going to, I'm going to jump in because I have a stat that is right into the same sure. wheelhouse that you're in. If I looked at his past three full seasons for Cam Newton, his average game, mm-hmm. 231 passing yards yep. and 1.4 passing touchdowns. That is exactly Andy Dalton. <laughs> So when you draft Cam Newton's arm, you are getting Andy Dalton's arm. Yeah. Um, I I guess the the interesting thing that I think that Belichick saw was his 2018 season, the last season he was mostly healthy. Mm -hmm. Um, That was an outlier in one category specifically for Cam, and that was completion percentage. He almost completed 68% of his balls that year. That's a great number. That's a really good number. Mm -hmm. He never topped more than 61 and a half. The rest of his career. Yeah. So he really rocketed up the completion percentage. That coincided with Christian McCaffrey grabbing 107 passes. Well, when you're so dumping when you, the when ball you're dumping off. It off yeah, it goes, yeah, those are high so completion does, plays. Does this make you think a little bit about James White? Well, he's absolutely, he becomes very serviceable I think, again. I think James White becomes really, really mm-hmm. interesting in these leagues. But really, you're buying Cam for his rushing ability. Yes, you are. How comfortable are you in investing in a 31-year-old running back, Charge? <laughs> um, most running backs I'm not comfortable no. investing in for 30, at 31 years old. How about when they're coming off a significant injury? Well, true. And, yep, that's, <laughs> that is absolutely fair. Uh, Cam did record 488 rushing yards and four rushing TDs in 2018. That so was his ago. age 29 season. Yep. Let's say the Pats can magically get 75% of that. Yeah. Uh, that's 366 yards and three scores. Mm-hmm. That's about what Russell Wilson had last year. And people do pay for the Russell Wilson uh, running Rushing ability. Upside, yeah. But Russell Wilson's got way more passing upside. Way more passing upside. So I think the long and short of this is, I think Cam just finishes as a middle-of-the-pack quarterback. He's got he's got the upside variance. He's got the downside variance. He's going to finish his quarterback 17 on the year. And I, th- I think everybody's going to be like... Almost exactly right from ranked right now, quarterback yeah. 16. Here, let me give you another scenario where Cam can hit the upside. Mm-hmm. You're Belichick. You've watched what Baltimore has done with Lamar Jackson, running him with abandon. And you know that Cam can still run. It's just the last several seasons, teams he's been hurt, and the teams have consciously, Panthers consciously chose not to have him run as much because mm-hmm. they wanted to keep him healthy. But does Belichick have a motivation to keep him healthy the no, same he way? He doesn't care. He's on a one-year deal that costs him nothing. So Belichick might just figure... I'm going to run him for 16 games. And if he makes it and it helps us win, fine. And if it doesn't, <laughs> who cares? I'll do it. It doesn't cost me anything. And I'll go to Jared Stidham. Uh, cutthroat so, Belichick. It could go that way. That's interesting. Belichick might just figure I'll run him and just see how long it lasts. And maybe all the way to the Super Bowl. I don't know. 
there's <laughs> I think there is there is I That's think there's a some sneaky upside for that. Um your worst case scenario we've already documented, he could get benched. Andy Dalton, who you know, we said he's Andy he's Andy Dalton as a passer. Andy Dalton got benched last year. Yep. And keep in mind, Cam has been a sub five hundred quarterback in six of his nine seasons. Sub five hundred. Belichick may not stand for that. As far as wins. Wins. Yeah. Just talking about wins. That's right. So um I here's where here's the drafting strategy for me. I love Cam as my second quarterback. Yeah. Oh, the because you get you get all the upside and none of the risk. Mm-hmm. So I'm willing to take Cam around before ADP if I've already got a quarterback. Okay. And so, you know, regardless of where I took that first quarterback, although if I took Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson, I'm probably not going to waste what would have to be ultimately about a ninth or tenth round pick to go get Cam. But you know, if I if I let that quarterback position slide and I'm taking my you know my number ten ranked quarterback in round seven, mm-hmm. I could, I'd come back in round nine for Cam. I, I think it'll be interesting to see where his ADP kind of falls as we get into mid to late August because mm-hmm. there are a lot of Patriots fans that might bump up his value. They, yeah. they, they, they see that he's with Belichick and uh, Josh McDaniels over there. And, and we're really going to bump up this value. Does, does he sneak into like the top 12 ish ADP quarterbacks? He might, I think he might by the, by the end of this. So I don't think you're going to get him as a second quarterback in a lot of cases. But, and if you're not getting him as a second quarterback, I'm probably letting him pass. Fantasy. If it's any indication right now in late July, season's getting close. Mm-hmm. The drafts I'm in, nobody wants the other Patriots. It's like they're still in the pre-cam mindset. Mm-hmm. We just got done with the Scott Fish Bowl. Jay, I got James White in the eighth round wow. of the Scott Fish Bowl. Eighth round. A guy who's been a top 20 running back. And I'm running sure back you like handcuffed him to years. Sony Michelle, didn't you? God, no. <laughs> Nikhil Harry is, um, I, I'm, I'm doing this off the top of my head. <laughs> Nikhil Harry went somewhere in the neighborhood of round 15. Julian Edelman went somewhere in the neighborhood of round eight, nine. It seems like people haven't figured out, even if you even if you acknowledge that Cam's there and he's a massive improvement over Jared Stidham. Yeah. I don't hear anybody taken. I don't I just it hasn't it doesn't seem like the ADP has moved accordingly for the rest of the Patriots. No, and I think the ADP for for the Patriots has just remained low. And I I mean, when we started the draft. Mm-hmm. It, it, we weren't quite on the cam bandwagon yet. So. Right, right. All right. Final segment for this podcast. Paul Charchi and Matt Harrison with you. I am fascinated by a starting backfield of Clyde Edwards-Alaire and Damian Williams. Let's start with this. So obviously you're getting the two Chiefs running backs that we think are going to split You give time. me all the positives here because uh, go I'm, I'm going to come with the okay, negatives. All right, okay? I'm fascinated by it. Here's here's why. First, I got uh, we think the timeshare is going to be somewhere 60-40 one way or the other. Okay. Does that seem fair? Seems fairish. 60-40. You know, and I, I think it'll Insert start. Insert Darwin Thompson like, hey. <laughs> no, we're not falling for that again. <laughs> Remember how excited we were for Darwin Thompson in the preseason? Dwayne Washington's like, what's going on? Right. Um, it's going to be 60. You don't, you don't, but the part of the beauty of this is I don't need to know who's going to be 60 and who's going to be 40. Cause I got both guys. Okay. And together they're going to get close to 100% of the work. The other guys should not be any kind of significant factor here. So here's, let's start with this. And the most important thing is what's it going to cost you to get Clyde Edwards, Alaire and Damian Williams. It's going to cost you a third round pick mm-hmm. for Clyde. It's going to cost you an eighth round pick for Damian Williams. Okay. Who, by the way, is going to be the starter on week one. Okay. I mean, you know, for all the things that are sl- that are working against rookies, 
here in this offseason and this preseason, I think there is a 90% chance Damian Williams is gets the majority of the work in the beginning of the season. Sure. Eighth round pick. So I, I'm I'm going to start both guys as my starters. So that means now available to me, Matt, is my first round pick, my second round pick, my fourth, my fifth, my sixth, and my seventh to not be running backs. Those picks can be other stuff. That means uh-huh, I love other stuff. I love other. Who doesn't love other stuff? That's the next Oreo they should make. <laughs> other, other stuff. stuff. <laughs> it could be anything oh in there, God. man. No, I don't want any of that. <laughs> they got every variation of Oreo possible. Other stuff, but not other stuff. With There's, a big question mark on yeah, the package. That's right. It's the it's the sawdust they swept from under the factory floor. Um. So now my first round pick, I can go. I can go wide receivers. I can go tight ends. Mm-hmm. I've got all this uh, these other picks. I could even go other running backs if I wanted to with the intention of still starting Clyde Edwards-Alaire and Damian Williams. I could still work in another running back or two. Now, in how would it work if, if, I'm, if I'm really bundling the two, the 1A and the 1B running backs from the Chiefs, what am I getting? Well, this is the best offense in football mm-hmm. in two seasons under Patrick Mahomes. These are Patrick Mahomes' starts. The Chiefs averaged a staggering 33 points per game. Keep in mind, the NFL average over the last two years is 21. So you're basically getting two extra touchdowns into your scoring. In rushing touchdowns scored, the Chiefs were third last year. They were fourth year before. So you are getting top-tier production from the running backs in terms of touchdowns. In the Mahomes uh, era... Running backs are averaging over one and a half touchdowns per game. Over one and a half. So that means in a typical week, I'm getting a touchdown out of one. And Mm -hmm. in the next week, I'm getting a touchdown out of each one. Or I'm getting two combined touchdowns. Okay, That's pretty good production out of my third and eighth round pick at running back. Now, both Clyde Edwards-Alaire and Williams are elite level pass catchers. And I'll remind listeners, two years ago, Kareem Hunt, in the 11 games that he played before he went dumbass, (laughs) <laughs> he caught he caught seven touchdowns yeah caught seven so if i add those seven in with the one and a half touchdowns per game that we were getting before of rushing touchdowns these two running backs are going to average two touchdowns a game between them that's elite running back production right now yes it is if you have one running back position you're using in your starting lineup to do it you got to use two though you have to use both of your running back starting slots on these guys. And that means I don't get to have a second running back in play. That's the thing. What that do you really mean? Scared. I got two running backs. You I've get, got you Clyde Edwards and I, I got know, Damian but you're, you're taking these two guys. You're combining them together. They're a fantastic running back. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, okay. But you got to take two touchdowns those, a game. Take, they are. You got to take those two guys and put them into two starting spots where so, if I get a bell cow back mm-hmm. in the first two rounds or the first three rounds, I slot him into one of my running back spots, right. and then I still have an extra running back spot where I can start and get gravy from anybody else. So, here you, you want the negatives? Yeah, I'll let's, give you let's the bring negatives. it on. Although I want to, re- I'd like to respond to that too. Okay, but. go for it. Okay, so you're you're suggesting Dalvin Cook, for example, is yep. my first round pick. Sure. The beauty of my system is with Clyde Edwards-Alaire and Damian Williams is I just drafted Michael Thomas or Devonte Adams. You know, sure. You, you know, I've got I've got Michael Thomas on my team. Yes, you, you do. don't. You do get to use your draft picks but, yes. for other things, but when it comes down to your starting lineup, you're taking a roster spot out of your starting lineup by starting two Chiefs running backs. 
I'm contending to get their ETH. They're both effectively RB ones combined. But well, go ahead, let, get, let, bring it. Bring on the. That's bring on the more. perfect segue right there. Okay, good. How many times in the last four years have two running backs from the same team finished in the top twenty-four? And now it's Ooh. time for a guessing game, Charge. Oh. Here we go. In uh. two thousand nineteen, we had one pair of running backs finish in the top twenty-four because you want. Two top twenty-four running backs, well, so they're okay. both they're uh, both starting running back worthy. Okay, twelve. Now league. for last year, if if I can just use the second half of the season, I know both Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb were top twenty-fours while they were while once Kareem Hunt got off suspension. Okay, but I'm sure but that's that not the answer it. to this. That's not the answer. This, you're asking me for a full season. Yep. All right, I. Don't uh Melvin Gordon and Austin Eckler. That is correct. Ding ding. Do we have a ding ding on there? There we go. <laughs> you get the duck. Uh Eckler finished seventh. Gordon finished twenty-fourth. In two thousand eighteen, there was one pair of running backs who both finished in the top twenty-four. No, geez. You're not gonna get it. No. All right. Tell me. The Chicago Bears duo what? of Tariq Cohen at number seventeen and Jordan Howard at wow. number eighteen. Okay. In 2017, mm -hmm. we had three sets. That was the most successful year by far. Of the last four, okay. Uh-huh. Can you guess any of those? Well, that's ancient history now. It, it, three years you can ago? Get, you can get a couple of these. Um, uh, NFC South. NFC South. Okay. Oh. Was it Freeman and uh? It was it Freeman and Coleman. Tevin Coleman, yes. Freeman and Coleman was one of them. Uh, okay. Freeman finished twelfth. Coleman twenty second. Okay. Alvin Kamara and Mark oh, Ingram. Oh, Mark Ingram, sure. Uh, yeah. Finished four and six. How did they? Yeah. Okay. Which I'm was, surprised they didn't hit that two years ago. Was, that Freeman and Kamara weren't in two years ago. Nope. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Bonkers. That's and, the, and then shocking. The Vikings. The oh, duo really? of Latavius Murray and Jarek McKinnon Ew. at twenty one and twenty four. Wow. Now, okay. Now, and and then in 2016, one pair again. It was the Falcons again. Freeman right. and Coleman. I would say, all right. List the teams, just the teams that you just said for all these pairs of running backs that finished in the top 24. The Chargers and the Bears and the Saints and Atlanta, mm -hmm. the Vikings. I think the Chiefs are a lot better than all of those. <laughs> the Chiefs are awesome. The, I mean, the, the Chiefs, Chiefs can, are. If there's any team lot, can do this, there's it's a the lot Chiefs. Of, there's a lot of touchdowns to there's go around. There's a lot of touchdowns but to go around. In four years, yes. with 32 teams in the league, yeah. that's 128 chances for a running back duo to yeah. finish in the top 24. We hit it seven times. It was done six times. Okay. It's a success rate of 4.6%. I just think the Chiefs are special enough that they can do that. They, they, they're definitely special enough that they can. Yeah. That doesn't mean that you should do what you're thinking about doing. Don't you just want to get one to run away with this job and feel well, confident that's in, the other, in th one of them running away with the job? I don't well, mind having both on my team. Mm -hmm. It's going to be really difficult for me to go into a draft and going, I'm well, getting these play, two. Let's play this out. Okay. So let's say either through injury or incompetence, one of them breaks away from the other one, and this thing turns into an 80-20 instead of a 60-40. Okay. So you can't really start the other one. Can I find a running back? Is it impossible to get a running back? Am I going to, you know, if I'm going to do, if I'm going to execute this plan, as I mentioned before, you're going to have a first, a fourth, a uh, first, a second, a fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh round picks. Mm -hmm. One of those might be another running back. And then after that, after the eighth round, I'm going to 
you know, throw a bunch of picks at running back again. Can't I, in See, between that and the waiver wire, can't I find more I don't, running back? Help? I don't mind the handcuff of the Chiefs' backs. What I do mind is the forethought of going into your draft going, I'm getting these two Chiefs' backs that I'm sloughing the rest of the position and not thinking about it and starting these two and going everywhere else with it with all my other picks. I, I want some safety. I want a little bit of insurance to back this up. What if Mahomes goes down? What if that what if well, that offense goes upside down if Mahomes goes down? And he did go down for a couple games last year. He did. Uh, that's something that's pretty nerve wracking to me because I have two guys that are tied to two positions on my team. And if another guy who's completely separate goes belly up, it might torpedo all of my value. I think I could say that about almost every running I, back, I, that they're all in trouble when their quarterbacks sure. go down. But I guess you double you double the risk. Mm-hmm. Now, I'll give you this. You didn't bring this up. What if COVID sweeps through the Chiefs' locker room? <laughs> I was going to mention that. That's a, you know, that's do, a do real Damian potential. Williams and Clyde stay in separate running back rooms they should. throughout the year? I, probably not. Plexiglass you know? them apart. You know, that to me is, to me, that's as big a risk as anything of the Edwards-Alaire-Williams strategy. Mm-hmm. Is that right there? Could be trouble. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> I want to execute this. By the way, I think way ex- easier to execute this plan in a draft than an auction. Mm-hmm. Here's why. In an auction, when you, somebody's going to throw out Clyde Edwards-Alaire pretty early because it's going to, you know, I think he's going to be a hot pick and people are going to want to throw him out. So you go get, when you, Matt, go get Clyde Edwards-Alaire, mm-hmm. and then I hear you bidding on Damian Williams. You're bidding him up. I'm bidding him up. That's why I'll you see through this strategy in a second. If you're gonna if you're gonna go in with that strategy, you need to get Damian Williams first. first. I think you do need to get him first. Mm-hmm. And th- people might still bid you up on Clyde Edwards Alaire at that point, but you could back out and it doesn't cost you that much. How about this charge? Um, I know guillotine leagues are a whole nother beast because they're 17 team drafts. Would you feel comfortable? You'd have to probably draft Clyde in the second round. And it would probably increase Damian Williams to like the sixth, yeah, maybe? Yeah, probably. Except be, and fifth, fifth, because it's 17 teams, yep, yes, yep. Clyde is going to go in the second Would round. you feel comfortable using this strategy in a guillotine league? Less comfortable because okay. it is, because it's a 60-40, mm-hmm. there's going to be a lot of games where one of them has two touchdowns and 120 total yards, and the other one has 40 total yards. Okay. And in totality, I'm willing to take that, but if I've only got one guy or the other, I'm in deep trouble if it's not his week. But and I don't know. I'm, I'm nervous like, about that. It seems like you're looking for safety in guillotine You leagues, are right? looking for safety. And what's, what's more safe than to have the combination of these two running backs? It is. That, that's a pretty safe way yeah, to play. Actually, you, know, I, you know, maybe you're right. Because between them, how many duds are they going to post? You're probably not getting Almost many duds. None. Maybe we're on to something with the handcuffed maybe. backfields. In for guillotine, guillotine strategy. But you got to be a Chiefs-level offense to pull it off. You do. 33 points per game I, under Patrick Mahomes. I don't know if there's another running back duo out there that you could that trust could be to this do interesting. this. No, probably not. There probably Maybe isn't. Dobbins and Ingram, but... Yeah, maybe. Although the quarterback worries me. You know, because Lamar Jackson <laughs> just steals all your running touch, touchdowns. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, and Patrick Mahomes will, you know, he'll steal five over the season or four. Yeah. But... Um, these guys between them could end up scoring 24, 28 touchdowns. And I, you know, between them, I wouldn't be surprised if one has a 10, 11, 12 touchdown season and one has a 12, 14, 16 touchdown season. Well, I would be super interested to see what somebody's draft look like if they drafted these in a guillotine league. So 
You should probably go over to guillotineleagues.com. Good idea. Uh, Excellent take idea. Take a couple of Chiefs yeah. in, uh, for running backs, and then show me what the rest of your roster looks like, because I'd be fascinated to see it tweeted at me if you can execute it. Uh, that is at Explosive Output yeah. is where we would tweet you, yeah. and at Paul Charchian is where we would tweet me. Um, so, yeah, all this, it's a fascinating turn, and we'll, uh, we'll spend more time, I think, looking at this particular draft strategy as the uh, preseason uh, unwinds. Let's hope we have a regular preseason. <laughs> I just, the two games is great. I just want to have, just give me a month of, you know, all the preseason stuff, the training camps and everything else. Yeah. Is that okay? I hope yeah, so. I, I, you know, in I, some ways we're better off not having those first couple of games where we get bad intel yeah. in those first games. Darwin Thompson. Everybody just wants this all to go back to normal. We just want to have a football season where know. you could sit on the couch with your family and watch some football games and cheer on the numbers on Sunday night and Monday night. And won't that be great? Gosh, I, I just want that back. Oh, phenomenal. <laughs> uh, great job. Thanks, Matt. Thank you. Uh, by the way, reminder for those that are listening to fantasy football weekly for the, in markets that carry the radio show, we're back on the air in two weeks. We're on the air August 1st. The long form two hour version of fantasy football weekly is coming in just two episodes from now. You know, this is a scant 31 minutes. Right now, this is a piece of cake. Yeah, this is so. nothing. Yeah, this is just a nibble. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Matt, great job. We'll talk to you next week. Yep. Bye-bye. Fantasy Football Weekly is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.